Welcome to the Mix in the Six podcast. I'm your host, Gina Marie, and thank you for tuning in to hear stories from the mix community in Toronto and beyond. This podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples covered by Treaty 13. This space is all about sharing our stories, building community, and learning from one another and having fun. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season three of the Mix in the Six podcast. We have Gina and Michaela. We are your co-hosts, producer, and I just do a lot of stuff around here. (laughs) Host, co-founder of Mix in the Six. And we're welcoming everyone to season three. But first, we are going to do a wrap of season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we made it. We did it. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. So (laughs) this episode is... Just going to review how awesome season two was to celebrate our amazing guests. And yeah, I mean, by the time this airs, the Mix and the Sex podcast will be one year old. Oh my gosh. Yes. One we are, whole year. We are walking, kind of, <laughs> making cuckoo sounds. <laughs> we fall over sometimes, but we're, we're growing. And, uh, and yeah, so... We're going to talk about our favorite moments of the season, uh, some favorite episodes, and we're also going to be talking about what's coming up in this season. I do want to say just a massive, massive thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. I know you're out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and we hear from you, and we really appreciate your feedback, and, and just thanks for being with us and growing with us. Yes, and I also want to commemorate that we have bypassed 1,000 listens. Yay! Bypass. Like, as in we're, like, past, past like, it. 1,500. We're, like, at 1,600. No, 1,600, right? Listens? Yeah, six, 1,600 oh. listens, downloads. Oh, okay. I knew it was one point something. So yeah. that's why I was just like, I knew it was beyond. And for our Insta, we have 1,500 followers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really awesome. Awesome. It's it's, we're growing, and the mix community in Toronto, we love you. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being you, and uh, for sharing this journey with us, and for sharing your stories. I love seeing people's comments on the Insta, yeah, and on Facebook, and it's been really great. Yeah, we're growing. We're growing, and people are engaging with us, and we love that. Mm -hmm. We love when people are telling us how they feel about things, and and sharing their experience as well with us so that's really nice because you know sometimes you just think you're talking into the wind um, talking to, into the abyss <laughs> to the abyss <laughs> so yeah please 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 you know keep engaging with us anything that you know you see that you like and you want to share with us or you have a difference of opinion please you know let's just mm-hmm. keep talking I love that part it's not always easy but it's definitely a good thing because then you know that someone's paying attention and it's affecting them and mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We also want to say thanks to our subscribers on Patreon. We are going to be talking more about our Patreon uh, a little bit later in the episode. But first, we have had we have some loyal subscribers from the very yes. beginning. So we want to say thank you. <laughs> One of them is my dad, but he just signed up recently. <laughs> and we have some a lot of people we know, but yes. also people we don't know. So thank you so much yeah, for cool. coming out and supporting us. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty awesome to see that growing as well. Very slowly, but it's growing. And... Yeah, we will be sharing a bit more about Patreon at the end of the episode. So, what do we want to do? Do we want to <laughs> talk about season two? Yes, season two. What a momentous season because it's the second one after the first one. <laughs> it's our sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore. We're in grade 10. Yeah, like grade 10 was a year where I was really just trying to fit in and exploring my sexuality. <laughs> It always goes back to sexuality. Don't get it twisted. So maybe we'll start there because we had a lot of great episodes. We had 12 Mm -hmm. episodes in season two. Yes, we did. One of them was our 2.0 of sexuality with a panel of amazing guests that had a lot of different perspectives around female sexuality. That was a really great episode. And I want to say thank you to Michaela for organizing a wonderful panel. I I know it always goes back to sexuality. Now I'm all like, oh no, what am I talking about, about sexuality? But I do want to say that I'm really proud and happy to see more conversations in general about sexuality and yeah. consent and mm-hmm. uh, pleasure, not just on our podcast, but in other podcasts as well, because I think that's something that's really, really important. Sex should always be a good, wonderful thing yeah. that we <laughs> should enjoy. And yeah. it's it's not something I don't think they teach. They don't teach the pleasure part. No. Yeah. One about... What was it? Joe Gale, who was on that panel, mm-hmm. one of her quotes that we shared was that um, like pleasure should be something that is explored and a, and a good and positive thing. Yes. Not a perfect quote, but whatever we posted was really was really <laughs> brilliant. That's why we chose time. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so speaking about, well, not sexuality, but one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. from season two was the gender mm-hmm. identity episode. And that was the last Patreon episode that we did for season two. And um, I I was very moved mm-hmm. by all of the guests that we had on that episode. I just reached out to them and people were just so willing to share their stories. And for me, felt very blessed that because I feel like it's it's not a place of full acceptance in the world just mm-hmm. yet. Who knows when it will be, if it will be. And so for anyone to share their story, knowing that there could be backlash or that might be people in their lives that maybe didn't know that they identified as queer or some other way, or I don't know. Basically, it takes a lot of courage to come out in any way and to be different than what our kind of homogeneous society has mm-hmm. been. So I was just really, really thankful for these people to be on the podcast, to be willing and to be willing to share and to share so candidly and with such grace. I was very, very proud of that episode. I felt like we did really good that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great episode and and definitely worth the pride. And I want to say thank you to uh, Claire and Dean, Claire, Angelica, and Sarah for speaking so beautifully and vulnerably. That was one of those those episodes where I just just listened. I really didn't ask that many questions, to be honest. 
Yes, I was just there to be in space with everyone and to learn. And I, it's on our Patreon, like Michaela said. I highly recommend that everyone listen to that episode because mm-hmm. if you're, you know, a person who identifies as non-binary or queer, it would, you know, it would something be very relatable, likely very relatable for your journey. But also if you are not and you really want to learn more about the experiences of, mm-hmm. of folks who are going through a gender evolution, that was an episode that taught me so much mm-hmm. and something that's really been important to me and also a bit of a challenge is really using the proper pronouns for people. Yeah. And when I say proper, I mean like the, the, pronouns. Pro- the pronouns that people want to use, yeah. right? And, and understanding the significance of that. And that's something that since that episode, I have like really taken mm. it seriously when when there's a moment where I, you know, I'm, I'm not just using the binary, like, you know, he or she pronouns, but really being mindful around mm-hmm. um, making sure that I'm, I'm using the correct one or asking if I don't know, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's how it occurs to me now is like when someone tells you their pronoun, that for them is their identity. Mm-hmm. So it's like we take a lot of pride in our cultural identity and it's the same thing. It's yeah. like, this is how I see myself. Please respect that by calling me by these words that identify me as that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have me feel like I'm being seen as as what I want to be seen yeah. as. So that was just a really special episode. Yeah, I, I've also been listening to Clear's music and yeah, <laughs> we're laughing very giddily right now. <laughs> But it's really great music. Yeah. He's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I didn't know that Claire and Dean was a singer as well. And they have amazing music. Really? Yeah. 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 And um, I, it's just, I don't know. These people are kind of in plain view, (laughs) but you don't know what they're up to. I, Mm. um, I thought they were just a, well, not just, but a yoga teacher. And that's yeah. the frame of reference that I had. And um, I'm not even sure if they told me. I think someone else told me, oh, by the way, did you know that Clarendine has music out? Shame on you, Clarendine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was really, really, I don't know, just, just so many gifted people yeah. in Toronto. And there was a time when I thought we'd run out of people in Toronto. <laughs> but so far, we haven't. Yeah. Um, there's just people just keep popping up, all these incredible people that are there to be like, there's these stories to be told. It's so great. Yeah. So, yeah, mixed people in Toronto keep telling us where you are. Yeah. We thought we would have to go f- search for you and <laughs> go out there in the city in with the hazmat suits and be like, where are the mixed people? <laughs> Tell us where you are. We need your stories. Let us. We have to find them like Pokemon. Yeah, which is really, see, that's an interesting thing because that, so that's not happened. We have a whole season coming up of guests and we're going to talk talk about that. that. But I kind of wanted to mention, not a season two wrap up comment, but just, I was talking to someone recently about why is it important to have a mixed community, right? Mm. And why is it so important to have this podcast and all the many other mixed podcasts out there is because we as mixed people growing up, at least for me, I did not have a mixed community. Like, Mm. I didn't know where to find other mixed people. Mm. I didn't even know that I was even a mixed person until Mm -hmm. later when someone else was like, I'm going to create a group for mixed people. I was like, am I allowed to be a part? I am. And so we can't. And mixed folks, we are all from different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. but there is this shared thread among us. So sometimes it is kind of like getting out there and being like, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us where you are. Yeah. um, Or or kind of hunting, you know, kind of seeing someone somewhere and then tracking them down, crawling them on the internet until you're like, (gasps) 
Oh, I found you. <laughs> well, and also when you're a part of a, if you're from a monoracial group, yeah. there is not all the time, but there is more often than a mixed race group now. In the past, there, there would be like, a, you know, the Polish Families Association yes. or the Spanish speaking group yeah. in the community. I or, helped start the African Canadian Students Association at my high school. What? I, I know. I've, I just thought of that the other day. I was like, how oh. have I been talking about how I was the first president of the <laughs> mixed know, students association and you forgot. are the founder? Yeah, it was me and this other wow. woman. Yeah. Wow. Listen, yeah, we're presidents, founders. We're presidents, love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do an episode of all the people who are part of like, <laughs> Student clubs, but like I founded them first. <laughs> the first tricycle club. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? All the presidents welcome. The, the people have actually given even Han and I when we first started mixing yeah. the six, and then when we were doing mixed student association at York, some people did give us flack. They're like, "Well, why do you need a group for that?" Yes, exactly. And and it's like, well, because we want to come together on shared experiences, yeah. shared stories, and mm. and sometimes to me, you know me. The community stuff is all about making connections, you know? Yeah. You know, you've got some great friends that you see and mm-hmm. connect with a lot. I mean, they're my friends too, but you have you kind yeah. of built us kind a of a, a sisterhood. Of from, from the mixed community yeah, through mixed meeting the them at Mixed in the Six events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you've been doing book clubs for mixed women and yeah. totally rocking it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not just my book club anymore. It's now shared. We like every different host every month and more people are joining mm-hmm. and it's really nice. It's just, just didn't want to do it alone. And, yeah. And these women were already in my life and I just like them a lot. So the community is real. It's the support and it's real. is real. <laughs> real, real nice. And real amazing and talented. Speaking of like, well, Talent. when you said books and I'm thinking, when I think of books, I think of movies. One of my favorite episodes this mm. season in season two was <clears throat> my episode with Howie and he's the creator of the movie Mixed Up, which I had the opportunity to see. And it's now like, it's it's now going to be in the UK. It's I know. Oh, he's won an award, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He he won an award um, for I think believe it was best director. Um, Fantastic. And yeah, yeah. It was I don't just like it was because of us. But no, no, no. <laughs> part of you know when someone gets hype like right around the same time they're on your podcast. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. It was, it's also it was just really good timing too, and and I feel um, just Howie's such a great human. Mm. And with an amazing story and an a, a incredible movie, so yeah. I, I mean, if, if you listen to the episode and if you haven't, I would highly recommend listening Howie to it. It's Davis. called yeah, Howie Mc, is called Mixed Up with Howie. He created this incredible film exploring his own mixed race uh, story, but mm. also brought in a lot of really interesting like his like historical pieces and yeah. some parts around like you know being mixed the one in the drop media. rule yeah. and um, the idea which is run mm-hmm. the one drop rule means that in the case of being mixed with white and black, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. around slave times, as long as you had one drop of black mm-hmm. in you, you were lower class, you were black, and you were just demeaned to be yeah. black and had no rights, just like all the other black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he talked about that in the movie. I also liked when he had his sisters yeah, participate. Me too. I like um, that it makes me think of our upcoming season, but when his sisters talked about how they identify um, and they all, and he had pictures on in the movie, this was in the movie, they all look so different from each other and they identify differently. And I think one of them, because they grew up in London, 
all of them. Yeah. But he has a Canadian accent more so. Yeah, well, he's and, young. Or, he was young. So he came yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. He came over to Canada. So it's interesting because of age differences, too. They have different experiences mm-hmm. of their family members. They shared that. They shared their experience of cultures because, you know, one of his sisters, I think she might have been the oldest. Yeah, she has she an is, English accent and yeah, much more identifies yeah. with being English, English because she probably spent yeah. most of her young years there yeah. before they came to Canada. Yeah. So all of that plays such an interesting role. And they talked a bit about that in the movie. And they shared really vulnerably about mm-hmm. it. And I thought that was really cool. The movie's on Out TV and, and how you and well Amazon. so Amazon Prime is like the parent channel and Out TV oh. is one of the channels that you can subscribe to within Prime TV. So as long as you have Prime, you can then subscribe to Out TV, which is like $3.99 mm-hmm. and just watch the movie. Yeah. Watch the film. Support like this movie is so incredible and it was made by, you know, how he was from Canada and it's gonna be, you know, shown it's, it's across the world. And it's a great conversation. We had a really, really good time. I feel like we covered so many things and I even still had questions I could have asked, but we just mm-hmm. the, was like, oh it's an hour. Oh my, you know, it was one of those yeah, episodes just that just flew like by. flew by and we, we just had a great connection and, um, you know, Howie is, is, you know, now a friend, someone I admire and I think everyone should go follow Howie. Yeah. Yeah. On the Insta. Another episode I really liked was Aria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I really liked that one. I liked, there's one quote that she had about, she's a dancer and a choreographer and about how she experienced her ancestors mm-hmm. when she would move her body. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so poetic. Because it's like, yeah, like, especially when you're in a different body, mm-hmm. um, like a bigger butt and bigger thighs. And, and like, you know, you go to, like, as a kid, you go to little dance classes and you feel a little different. And then maybe in some cases you stop going. Um, I stopped going because my mom said I never practiced. So she always took me out of but I love dancing. But um, <laughs> yes, she said I didn't practice. So she took me out of dance classes because I wasn't willing to practice. And um, that sucks. If I could go back, I would say, no, I will practice. But yeah, like, and then, you know, as I got older, I'd go to a lot of like different kinds of classes, mm-hmm. Latin dance classes, hip hop classes, jazz classes. And I'd look in the mirror and I'm like, my body looks different. Mm-hmm. But like, she celebrated that. Like, yeah. this is how my body moves and sways to the music and it kind of the beats of the music come through her body and I was like that is beautiful I really just I just love how she expressed all of that and and it became her work and kind of like her mission and to create change and expression through her the way her body moves not just her body but how bodies move to music Mm -hmm. so I thought that was really really cool yeah, did it? Do you want to like join a dance class now? <laughs> I have before the pandemic started. I was looking for dance classes. Yeah, like I'm. I feel like I'm always looking because it's like I have to find just the right one, like mm-hmm. with the right teacher and the right movement. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I've done a bunch of them in the city, and I like different ones for different reasons. So yeah, but I haven't had like a consistent like this is the class I love the most, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep going to it. Or I find one, and then they don't do it anymore because um, you know it's like these independent people are you know basically the ones hosting these classes and mm-hmm. if they're not making enough money they might They've abandon lost, it yeah, to do something been else a lot of right spaces lost and and you know this is an interesting part of the season too was 
we were looking at a lot of artists or are people creating change through their expression, whether it, you know, it be through food, music, theater, um, movies, and just, you know, something to note that the, the art community has been hit very deeply by the pandemic. And I really, I, you know, I want to credit people who I'm thinking about in particular, um, like Aria and Teresa Cutknife, who was also a mixed indigenous guest on our, our show in season two, like those these live events and that live dance theater and theater in general, like mm. that stuff you want to see in person. Yeah. I'm just, oh, I'm like dying mm. to see that again. You know, yeah. I'd love to... So uh, Teresa was also a great episode, one of our early ones. I've seen uh, her perform the School of Indigenous Theater and uh, have not seen Aria perform, but I definitely want to. And yeah, those two are, their episodes were were really moving for me because I I feel like the Indigenous voice is is very critical to all of us in learning and being mindful of our history as a Canada. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And one piece too with uh, Teresa's episode, one of the things that I really was moved was that Indigenous theater was, I learned from her, was Indigenous theater started out as talking about, you know, the trauma, trauma and like really just the, the giving absolute. Giving space for their stories. Yeah, their stories. But the, from the traumatic point mm-hmm. of view. And now it's more around, it's starting to be about joy and love and... Mm-hmm. Normalizing. Yeah. Just normal life. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So mm-hmm. that's just, there's so many things from both those episodes that were really yeah. profound and moving. And I'm really putting that out there that we get to see theater and dance and music again in like real life someone's like sweat you know (laughs) i don't know if i want that yeah that's i do i've talked about i've talked about sweat on this on this podcast i miss your sweaty palms and your hugs (laughs) i just want to I just want to consensually be close to people again. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't sure where we were headed. I know. I know. It's okay. We'll 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 come back to you. We'll come back to to that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to forget when we're talking about performers, Jen Sicato's episode. Yeah. That was I really loved. Well, I love listening to her because she's funny. Yeah, she's funny as hell. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's just awesome. And she was the master of ceremonies for both of the comedy nights. You know what? She was also the master of ceremonies when we did our Harborfront pop-up. We did a collaboration with the Harborfront Center for Multicultural Day, and Jen was the host. No way. Yeah. I don't know if you... I wasn't around at that time. No, no, no. Those are the early days. That was back in the day. Yeah. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, she's great at that. And um, her husband is also mixed, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, because you, mm. you like died of laughter when you heard her say soft ethnic My when gosh. that was yes. I can't remember if, if was that was the, how was he in, referred to himself or, that's the way her husband refers to yes, himself because he is oh I think he's, crap he's, he's White passing, maybe? maybe? No, I can't remember. No, no. Oh my gosh! Please oh, don't hit Patrick. You trying Patrick to remember his mix? Yeah, he's oh, like Ecuadorian and like and Lebanese or Syrian. Lebanese oh sounds right. yeah, it could yeah. Be right. We might be wrong. Yeah, but yeah, we love so, you. You're so funny, Patrick. And we love you. Sorry, yeah, you your mix. I love that description. He's like, yeah, just just call me soft ethnic. A soft like, ethnic. Oh yeah, I feel I like died. I'm kind of soft ethnic now. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> like softly ethnic, and I feel like a some. Maybe a lot, not just some mixed folks out there could relate to that. Where it's like you, people look at you, you're like 
they're like, there's something <laughs> different about different, you, but we don't know. <laughs> it's like a soft ethnic. That's what that's that made me laugh as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's something you can really. I can't relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> soft ethnic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those are... That was, oh, I loved it. And I loved when she talked about um, the experience of being mixed in other countries. Mm -hmm. Well, in this case, Japan. Her mom is Japanese and she was talking... Sorry, I got distracted because I was also remembering her talking about how her mom's voice is so soft. It sounds like she's being sexy every time she talks. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So, yes, I'm going to remember her jokes and not be able to get a sentence out because that's all I can think about. But, yeah, she was talking about almost being mixed is almost like celebrity mm-hmm. in, in Japan. And I was thinking is, about that. I Was it? I thought it was not as much so there. But it's kind it's of It's kind of like something different and something like special. But oh. versus, I don't know, I don't know that. I have the I've had the experience of specialness mm-hmm. in yeah. North America. It's more like, oh well, what are you? Or like you're different in some way. Mm-hmm. Let me figure you out. But I do remember her saying there's something like you're kind of treated like different but special, not like different like ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't like I, I know curious are curious about you, but not in a way that's like mean. Oh, okay. Really? That's interesting. I thought it was a little bit more mean, but in the in that episode I talk about You talked about the Philippines. Because in the Philippines, people think that Mixed people are like celebrities. Yes. That's a... But I think hers was very similar. Yeah. We'll have to... We'll have to re-listen to the episode. episode. (laughs) But that's what I remember, that it was like, it wasn't considered a bad thing. It's different all over um, the world. I think that's one of those... Yeah, and that's... that's I found that really intriguing, because I think that was the first interview we did where someone had a more international experience Mm -hmm. of being mixed and what that's like, like when you get off a plane and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that, that brought that out in yeah. your conversation because mm-hmm. you've not spoken about that before either. But because she was speaking about it, you guys shared a bit about it on that yeah. episode. And I really like that because that that's, that's intriguing to me. Yeah. I like I think about the global, mm-hmm. the world. I don't like it very much when, as North Americans, we kind of think we're the center of the universe. And there's so much, so many different reactions to things and mm-hmm. ways of being in the world that we're not exposed to, but we don't know because we're not there. Yeah. And so to bring that to the podcast mm-hmm. was, I thought, pretty special. Like something I'd like to explore more um, later yeah. on and in the future. So that was really cool. And just the fact that she tore me up. It was so great. And then we love you, um, Jen. She has, uh, what's it called? 12 Dozen Donuts? The Dirty Dozen. The Dirty Dozen. <laughs> 12 Dozen Donuts. <laughs> 12 dozen. I mean, 12 is a dozen. Sorry about that. 12 donuts. No, it's called The Dirty Dozen. It's her album and it's on Spotify and you can listen to it for free. So it's really, really cool. So if you want to listen to get some jokes it's during called, this. It's called The Dozen. The Dozen. The and dozen. it has a picture of her eating donuts. Yes. And um, I listened to the whole thing. I, I've listened it to the whole thing so twice. It was so funny. <laughs> Three times. Oh my gosh. So funny. And yeah. um, if you need a laugh during yeah. this time, please do listen to her on Spotify and follow her on Spotify. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention is we're talking about the pandemic is that I feel like every artist that we spoke to last season, they all were very upbeat. Yeah. You know, we didn't really get too much into, you know, how they're all surviving the pandemic or, you know, doing work creatively during the pandemic. But I definitely got the sense that everyone was still working on their craft. Yeah, doing their And just Uh moving through it. And preparing for the future. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. 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 I agree. And I, I, I'm confident that this would not be forever. <laughs> Maybe by the time this airs. 
We'll be. Um, maybe. We'll be sweating all over each other again. <laughs> just joking. But yeah, that's a good notice as well yeah. that mm-hmm. people were really still, you know, excited by their craft and doing what they can to. Ooh. Yeah, still helping other people. Actually, just a, a plug. I have ordered some beaded <laughs> mask, a beaded mask, and then yeah. also a Pendleton mask by Teresa's cousin, who oh. is an indigenous artist. Um, mm. Their name is Heather. And yeah, that is going to be coming in the mail. And I'm really excited. I, I've just, it's always nice to support. Yeah, love um, to see that. Well, I mean, local artists, but it. also just artists in general during this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else? What other episodes come Speaking to your mind? Speaking of supporting local One of, it's actually, I think our most listened to episode as of right now is celebrating Filipino flavors with Dennis Tay, a chef from Dilo in Toronto. And I think I've like, I've spent a bunch of money. They're actually adding a new wing to the restaurant because Dina has supported them (laughs) with the purchase of the Dilo. I've ordered the tasting tasting menu menu like seven times. It's like $86 a person. There have been weeks where like, okay, maybe it wasn't seven times, but like it was more than... Three. <laughs> Somewhere between three and seven. <laughs> but you know what? They're so great. And there's and Dennis has been um, you know, he made it was it great to have him on the pod. He's been really generous as well. And the food is delicious yeah, and it's, it's outstanding. Yeah. It's oh it was God. also just nice to you know, when you, you interview someone, you get to know them their mm-hmm. story and then also I just really <clears throat> It almost like reinvigorated my love for Filipino food, being, you know, Filipino myself and loving the food, but also feeling kind of disconnected from it at the same time because mm-hmm. it wasn't something that I, I always grew up eating or learned how to cook. Mm. So, you know, I did order Filipino Quarantino twice. I think I mentioned that in our pandemic edition. <laughs> Since then, I have ordered the tasting menu with like the sort of pan-Asian deliciousness. And every time I have the food, I'm like really... It just makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's cool to have that kind of connection. And um, Mm -hmm. I've also, you know, ordered food from a few of my other favorite Filipino spots as well. We did a post about it, got lots of love. Yeah. And that's that's nice because in in the little small town that I grew up in, there was no Filipino restaurant, Mm -hmm. okay? There was no – there was one – Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And there was no Filipino food. So whenever I, like when I learned that there were mm-hmm. Filipino restaurants, I feel like I was like in my late 20s. <laughs> and I had already lived in Toronto for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know maybe that's different for you because you grew up with lots of Filipinos. Oh, yeah. I went to Catholic school and all my friends were Filipino. But I don't think I ever saw a Filipino restaurant. The first one I found was in Scarborough. I want to say Shepherd and like Cowanish area mm-hmm. and it was just a little kind of takeout place um and then um I never actually no I actually went in like once or twice to this little place on St. Clair St. Clair West but I would always get my food outsourced <laughs> by like moms <laughs> of my friends be oh, like yeah. I am dying for some lumpia can you make me some lumpia and, and then um of course <laughs> They're like, of course. Of course I will. And I, yeah. So, um, so I, I, my habit was sourced by my friend's moms for a very long time. So I was very lucky. And I work in healthcare and I would get to sometimes have Filipino food when nurses would bring their mm-hmm. food. And there was one nurse who would buy me pandasel. Mm-hmm. She would buy everyone like, she would go to the bakery and just buy like bags of pandasel. <laughs> She'd be like, how many do you want? I want two bags. And everyone would order their, their bags of pandasel, which is a sweet roll like a sweet bread that I die for and 
Yeah, I would just put in my order. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But um, actually, the other day, I was just going to this the hardware store, and I found this little cafe. I think they're husband and wife. He's Middle Eastern, and the wife is Filipino, and she cooks Filipino breakfast, so I'm going to go there and have Filipino breakfast. Oh, and she, they also do catering, so I'm going to, like, the next time I have people over, I'm going to, like, get, like, a tray of lumpia so that... We can all be happy. <laughs> that, that sounds like a good connect. Yeah, yeah. It's this Do little they cafe. Be on the podcast? <laughs> I know. And yeah, I'm pretty sure they're a couple, so I'm sure they have some mixed kids. It's great. Um, but yeah, I just I literally just stopped in because yeah. oh, I was going to get some blood drawn, and they have these little uh, blood lab is like right beside Home Depot. Mm-hmm. So I parked at the Home Depot, uh, Warden and Eglinton. No. Warden and Ellesmere, and then um, it was the only thing open because yeah. you know pandemic, and I just needed something to eat because I was starving and because I had to fast for my blood test, and so um, yeah, I just went in there, and then there they were, this little couple. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> so now I have a source <laughs> close to home. I don't have to come all the way down to St. Clair yeah. um, for Filipino food. Nice. I'm very excited, especially Filipino breakfast. Just when you think we we won't find any mixed people, (laughs) you walk into this magical place. (laughs) Magical cafe. Yeah, with with Middle Eastern Eastern. and Filipino food. Yeah. Oh, I have to go check. Where? What? Ellesmere and Warden? Uh, Yeah, there's a big Home Depot. Um, before you get to Warden, or is it after? Anyway, it's near Warden and Ellesmere. It's a huge Home Depot. It's the only one in the neighborhood. You can the only one there, and then right beside it, yeah, tiny little cafe. I can't remember the name, get but wood um, your Filipino I got their catering food. menu because I'm going to be ordering. <laughs> it's going to be fun because yeah. now that I live uptown. It's harder to get mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was nice to find them. I have La Mesa. That's just like around five the corner, away from here. Yeah. I know. Sometimes when I'm feeling sad, I'm like. I call and I'm like, I'll take some pancit and one of the and and a Gina juice and a can of coconut <laughs> coconut water. You have a juice and, named after you. Yeah, it's it's like pineapple juice or orange mango juice, Gina juice. Yeah, I should have given context. You know, if you're listening and you know what Gina juice is, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, I was also going to say, supporting local, uh, Brittany uh, Guma was on yes. our podcast and I ordered like a oh, bunch yeah. of cedar bundles from her and I gifted them for people at, on the holidays and they were so beautiful. And mm-hmm. whenever I meditate, um, and it was, it was a cool episode because we did talk a lot about uh, more like kind of spiritual stuff and womb healing. And I always burn my cedar bundle that she made, um, for protection. Whenever I meditate, so. Nice. Yeah. Go, Britt. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) You have one, too. You have, didn't I give you a no. um, cedar bundle? You gave me the spray. Oh, the spray. The spray. And Cheyenne, I the Cheyenne. Okay, wow. We're like, we pl- just, we're, we're going to have to pl- plug everybody. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> I mean, this is what this we is have what we to do. do. Yeah, we do. They're not Support official sponsors, but we, we want our community wanna, yeah, people to be taken care exactly. of. They are producing products that are blessing us. So why wouldn't we share about that? I gave Amy a cedar bundle and. And Carol uh, Cedar Bundle and a few other people a Cedar Bundle. I got the spray, which I love. The, the spray 
is Black Rose Atomizer by Class Creatrix. Delicious it smells amazing. Spray and energizes you. And it was created by um, Cheyenne Sapphire, who was second episode in season one. Um, but I believe it was also it was a collaboration with yeah our iResource Essentials. Um, uh, Irie was in a class that I took with uh, that was led by Cheyenne oh. on tantric dance. Nice. And it was. Pretty awesome. It was yeah. very sensual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, we have to support our peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Brittany does photography mm-hmm. and I did a boudoir shoot. I have one small picture I decided to post on my um, yeah. Instagram that I very it's much hot. loved when I got my pictures. Um, Alishba Zarmin mm-hmm. did those pictures and she was on our female sexuality episode. Um, so shout outs to her and Dream Boudoir Photography because they're stunning pictures. Yeah. I mean, I didn't you even remember amazing. what I looked like because <laughs> it, it took so long ago. Um, but yeah, she did a great job and I don't know, it just caught like even my facial expressions. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's so me. Like it just was like, she just captured me which is really really nice yeah Yeah. I have to do my shoot still (laughs) we're gonna do it it's gonna be great stay tuned you know what people have really liked the episodes where we're talking (gasps) no yes people have told us thanks for liking us in our (laughs) voices and our vibe our vibes the vibes I I think think the singing is what does it (laughs) I think it's Totally my sing. <laughs> we are so like a bull. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they, I think, you know, it's we bring Gina the laughs. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I think it's just nice that. I think we have, it's because we have a, we, we like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're okay. <laughs> She's we're, all right. Yeah, we're, we're we, we make it work. <laughs> but yeah, like the chemistry. It's nice to also take a bit of a, not, not like, oh, we need a break from the other episodes, but also to take a moment to just talk about what's happening in the world and, and sort of kind of summarize what's been, um, what we've been talking about in the season episodes. Like yeah. that's, that's also fun just to take some time to reflect and, and have some good laughs too. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. we, we do well. So that said, if I can talk about it. What? We're going to be doing more of these. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, we're going to do more laughing? Yeah, yeah. But please, please talk. So, well, we were just having yeah. so much fun um, doing the podcast. And every season we evolve and grow. And last season was very much about creativity and creating a difference in the world and how creative people are expressing themselves and and giving back in this new season. <laughs> well, okay. So we wouldn't exist without two people coming together from two different cultures. So those two people and then our siblings make a family. Um, and then you have your extended family and then you have your chosen family. But in this case, our theme is going to be family. Yay! Yay. Ba, 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 ba. We are family. I got all my sisters and me. And my brothers. We are family. <laughs> Get up, everybody, and sing. <laughs> oh, my 
gosh. We're keeping that in. Yes, we're totally keeping that in. I just wanted to say one more thing, though, because I forgot one of my favorite episodes is probably Esther, too, from season three. Oh, yeah, could yeah, not yeah, Esther. I know. We got so excited. I got about- excited because I wanted to talk about, I'm so like, I die and talk about season three. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, so Esther was our last episode. <laughs> and she was so, she was an unexpected surprise for me. Yeah. Because I didn't know much, I didn't know, I don't know if I knew anything about her. Because I know you'd yeah. spoken about her, but I didn't really. Yeah, she's been more familiar to me. know yeah. who from- she was before we started to kind of prep for the episode i don't know i just really liked her and i try to put my finger on it like yes her song her music is beautiful but there was just i don't know i just liked the way she spoke Mm -hmm. and she had so much awareness Mm -hmm. i think it was it was what it was awareness about her experience how it impacted her being a mixed person and like her mom's experiences as um a Finnish woman and yeah. how even as a white woman, but because she was different, because she has an accent as a Finnish woman mm-hmm. from Finland, that she also experienced discrimination when they came to Canada. And so that was interesting for me to listen to and hear and not too surprising because I feel like anytime people are different, people use it as a reason to, you know. Be othered, yeah. Yeah, to other people yeah. and discriminate and I think it's just their internal fear Mm -hmm. materializing, dislike as far as hate. And so that was interesting. But I also like that she's one of one of the first guests that spoke a a little bit about her white side Mm -hmm. and also that she learned Finnish and lived in Finland and like really had the experience, which is super awesome because I know I've been curious about Mm -hmm. my Dutch side and haven't really been doing it lately, but been making moves to try to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. So... I was intrigued listening to her talk about that because I was like, yeah, 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 I want to get back to that. I want to get back to, you know, like I thought about would I go back and mm-hmm. and try to like go to Berlin and try to figure out exactly where my great-great-grandfather came from. His family had moved from Berlin to London, so there'd be a little bit of tracing, yeah. you know, a little bit of gold popping to do. But I thought about it. Yeah. And um, I love that she's, she maybe hadn't thought about it in the same way, but she had that experience. Yeah. 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 I, I like that a lot. And that she's also from Singapore, which in and of itself, she yeah. talked about the history and the Singapore, fact that she yeah. knew the history mm-hmm. and how, like, because I know it's a very diverse place. Um, and I was curious about that. And she spoke on it and she knew a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So I just found that her interview was very eye-opening because she done her own homework on her roots. Yeah. And I like that a lot because it helped me to understand. Because I've always been curious about Singapore. It's another place I want to go to and explore and learn things about its history and mm-hmm. all the cultures there. Yeah. We had a fun time talking about white camping culture and white juice culture. <laughs> yes. I mean, so there, different. Like, I had even really on thought that. about and it. And not, like, I know some listeners may not have, all, like, all, like, agreed with particularly the white camping culture thing. Oh, okay. But the feedback was really good <laughs> in general, but ha- touching on those topics because... Yeah, because I would never have thought of it. Yeah. Hi- listen to that episode. Esther's great. We had a really fun time chatting and her music and new album uh, by the time this is out uh, would have already come out probably. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. it was coming out in April. April. So yeah, Esther's... Please do look out for her album. We want to support yeah. all of these amazing people as much as we can. Look them up on instagram follow them they're um what are they called spotify no the instagram near name on instagram handle handle their handles are at the end of our episodes mm-hmm. on the in, this, in the show notes and you can go find them and, and support them and you know you'll find out what they're doing because you'll be on their instagram and that being said i know esther through her brother and 
the season three is about family. <laughs> She's we are family. We're back. We're trying to bring it back. We're We're rewind. Rewind. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now We're- let's talk about season three. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was super excited. I was just like, oh, we can talk about this. Yeah. We can talk about this. Okay, now we can officially yeah, no, we talk had, about it. Yeah, you had that beautiful lead, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> One second. But yeah, family is, it's a juicy topic. And yeah. and I'm looking forward to exploring more of this, especially with some of the guests that uh, we plan to have on the show, talking about parenting, the complexities of parenting mixed children. Yeah. Being a monoracial parent and then, you know, talking mm-hmm. about um, being, a, you know, a mixed person raising mixed children. I did not have conversations mm-hmm. about race with my family. Mm-hmm. I had, like, the first conversation, really, that was, like, a real conversation, mm-hmm. a real adult conversation about race, like, just in 2020 with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, being multiracial and being visibly, like, different from the other kids in my school, it really impacted me. And mm-hmm. I even sometimes still have a little bit of a trouble getting into the, the depths of it because I feel mm-hmm. like it's like I just want to put it in the past. But it really did create a lot of insecurity for me growing mm-hmm. up. And I think that conversations with my family about race mm-hmm. within my family and also, you know, with my, my siblings as well w- – would have been really helpful to me. Mm. And I think um, exploring those, how to have those conversations are really essential. And that's mm-hmm. what we're, one of the things we're going to be talking about on the, yeah. the podcast this yeah. season. Yeah, for me it's, well, I am part black. I don't know how much, what I used to know. I divided up my, <laughs> I used to, I was 116th this and one, and I, and I forgot. But yeah, so, and I was raised by my father who just really thought it was important for me to understand what it means to be black and how it'll be treated and how to fight mm-hmm. against that. You have to be smarter. You have to be better. You have to be more hardworking um, as a black person. So that's what I internalized. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really weird. Cause I think it's also been 2020 I've kind of had more conversations, more so with my mom and my aunt about their experience because they're also mixed. Like they were mixed before I was mixed, and my dad's <laughs> mixed too. Even, um, but he doesn't really kind of yeah. look to. He actually not true. Lately, as my dad's gotten older, he's been finding himself pulled towards indigenous spirituality, mm-hmm. and we have part of, of our mix is um, indigenous peoples from Guyana. Mm-hmm. They're called, I think they were called the Arawak Indians people, sorry. Um, and those people are part of my heritage. I don't know much about that tribe or how I'm sure how they're different or the same or similar to, um, you know, First Nations people in Canada or North America or anywhere else. But um that is part of my heritage. And so my dad actually, to be fair, he has been expressing um, a lot more interest, his heritage, which is interesting because my whole life, for as long as I can remember, my dad just was like, no, I'm black and mm-hmm. I have to deal with life and all that comes with that. And now as he's gotten older, he's retired, he has more time, I think he's just going inward and thinking about these things. So that is interesting. And also the conversations I've been having with my aunt and my mom uh, about their experience in Guyana being mixed and then how it differs from my experience. I was growing up black. I was either a half-breed, mm. a redskin, 
uh, red bone. <laughs> um, I guess I look somewhat Portuguese because Portuguese is also in my my family tree. Um, more Portuguese than the average black person, I guess. So um, those are the names I'd be called yeah. by like family friends and cousins. And so it's never identified as a mixed person, just as a person who is different. And these are the, you're different because you look like this. Your hair is different. Your skin coloring is different. And it's weird. Mm-hmm. So it was never like, oh, let's explore that. Like, where do all these parts of you come from? So I like the idea of identity, roots. We're going to be talking about that, mm-hmm. about roots and identity as it relates to family and how it affects you. You know, whether it's knowing where you come from or not knowing where you come from and how that impacts you. And um, and maybe only knowing part of and maybe not having as much exposure to the other part and how that can affect you. Um, we're also going to be talking about mixed mental health in the sense of how does being mixed affect your mental health? Mm-hmm. Like, is there stressors that you experience or that we experience because of how we're, we either experience the world or how people experience us in the world? And that will be a really interesting conversation because that is something I've been exploring a lot is how like these little little microaggressions and things we experience every day you kind of just deal with it mm-hmm. you know when someone says oh what are you you make a joke or you you know you choose how you want to respond but then there's like how does that feel yeah. in your body or in your heart when it happens and exploring that so that's very interesting to me I like the idea of finding a kind of because it's my experience as well of like siblings who are the same mix, yeah. same mommy, same daddy, um, same sperm, you know. <laughs> but they, but look, they look different. Totally different, yeah. And sometimes their experience is different. Mm-hmm. How they identify themselves can be different. So that's, we're going to be talking about that in the family season, and that's going to be awesome because it's such an interesting topic. Like, there's so many things that can come out of that conversation. So we got some really good stuff coming up. We're also going to be talking part three sex talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a Patreon ex- uh, episode about sex and the pandemic, how things have changed, predictions for the future, how people are relating to each other. Uh, we're going to talk about parenting. Yeah. All the things. There's so many things. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be a great season, and we're stoked to be able to keep doing this and yeah. to keep creating and uh, and sharing topics that are important to us, but also important to the, the community. What's cool is that Toronto, again, this is such a multicultural place, so we really are excited to be collaborating with um, more people here in our own city, but also from across the world. <laughs> <laughs> from across the world. Also, actually, something that I just remembered, um, on our Patreon, we have we had our first video inter- interview. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I almost kind of forgot about it because we, we filmed it so long ago. <laughs> yes, and it was an in-betweener. Yeah, it yeah. It was an in-between in um, the two seasons. Yeah, so with uh, Sarah Kazem, my dear friend, we were talking about mental health, and it was it's really great video interview that was done by my brother who is my he's my brother he's my fam and he and I have had really interesting like different experiences growing up in our small town um my brother has more melanin in his skin he's uh, like uh, has always been a lot dark darker I've always been actually quite envious of his tan now that being said that has actually led to him having very a lot of negative experiences in our small Mm -hmm. town so 
just speaking of family and siblings, it could be so different amongst so us. So different. So different. Mixed folks. I mean, I, I guess some folks in monoracial families can look fairly different too. I just... Just something in particular about mixed race folks. It's like, well, I think it's, it's it can um, be a really unique genetic yeah. blend, right? Yeah, it's an it's a, yeah, it's a unique genetic blend. When you know, oh, I can talk about so my family, <laughs> and you know, yeah. I have lighter skin. One mm-hmm. of my other sisters is darker, but her hair, oh my gosh, she has Southeast Asian and black hair. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see the mix in her hair because we have Southeast Asian in us as well. Yeah. Um, and it is long and super moisturized it never seems dry when she blows it out it looks like she's wearing a weave because it's long and luxurious (laughs) and people ask her if it's a weave because it's like this long luxurious hair and my hair when I blow it out it looks like I have two hairs on my head because I got my mom's really thin hair so I have to add hair to it for it to have the the volume and but it looks like when my hair is curly that I have thick hair but I really have a lot of hair that's thin but then when you (laughs) when I flat iron it it's like (laughs) 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 so it's like (laughs) so just those things that come out when in the way that people identify I am pretty sure that my sisters don't identify as mixed they yeah. just consider themselves black and it really was kind of just before I connected with mixed in the six that I really mm-hmm. was like no I think I I want to pursue that I am mixed and what does that mean to me versus oh I'm, I'm a black woman that's older is to say yeah um and then I started to look into that a meaning looking into the other family members that brought me the mixes that I have so all of this is part of family and so this is going to be an amazing season because the topics are so many. They're so varied. The kinds of conversations and discussions that are going to come out of them. Education we'll give ourselves and each other because we'll have heard so many different experiences. It's going to be so exciting. (laughs) Motherhood, fatherhood, parenthood, siblinghood, tracing our roots. Such good, good stuff. So much good stuff. And what I was alluding to before episodes more episodes between gina and michaela actually i wanted to just you know what your quote your brilliant quote so i just want to quote michaela we were doing uh we did an intro to the team post which was really important because there's more of us where we're working together and so we had uh each of us um who are working uh, behind the scenes and on the scenes (laughs) with mixing the six share some quotes uh michaela Lots of people have saved her quote, so I'm going to share it. It says, being mixed to me is being a world citizen. I'm connected to so many cultures in my ancestry, Black, Caribbean, Portuguese, Southeast Asian, Indigenous, and Dutch, that I just feel fully part of the world. I feel the joy of it and the pain of it, too. Oh, thank yeah. you. That yeah. was really beautiful. Just to also acknowledging, just because you said before kind of coming or just mm. before seeing and reading about mixing the six yeah. and the star yeah, when, um, yeah, you were star. like oh and, and then now you're you know it's just beautiful to hear that you're acknowledging mm-hmm. like and really being like and identifying yeah. as mixed because yeah. yeah I I mentioned it to my sister she's like oh you identify as mixed I'm like yeah I do mm-hmm. yeah I never thought I'd be asked that question but I was like yeah I guess I do but um yeah I'd started kind of that exploration a little bit before and then Mix and the six happened. And now here we are. And now we're here we are. You can hear more of us this season. I know. Um, stay tuned. 
I also, uh, we also want to let you know that we have a Patreon. <laughs> yes. And, and we would love for you to subscribe. Um, it would help support us in yes. keeping this Situation podcast going. going. The situation, <laughs> our our one year and a bit old podcast, you reach. Yeah, uh, bang, bang. You know, we would we like to make it to senior kindergarten <laughs> or junior kindergarten first. We would love to, you know, obviously have the support in keeping it going. But by this time, this, this episode airs. airs, we will have merch. We're putting it out there. Oh, we yes. We're gonna have merch. Merchy merch merch. T shirts buttons with our awesome mix in the six logo on it so not only will you get all the amazing bonus content Uh that we work really hard on um that are that's only for our our, uh patreon subscribers but you will also have a piece of mix in the six with you in physical form that you can wear on the street and it's gonna look freaking amazing (laughs) it's not like oh just wear our crappy t-shirts no our designer, Sarah, is amazing. You've seen her, well, you, hopefully you've, you're on the Insta and you've seen the graphics that she's designing. She created our colors and these credible graphics mm-hmm. and you're, it's going to be high quality stuff. Yeah. It's going to look amazing or we wouldn't do it. Buy, buy our stuff. <laughs> buy our, buy stuff. our stuff and support us. <laughs> and look great doing it and buy feel good. Stuff. I know. Well, you could tell I'm a really good salesperson. <laughs> Please buy our Please stuff. Please buy our stuff. Um, it is uh, the logo is so super great, and I'm excited to mm-hmm. for us to grow. And I was yeah. gonna say something else about the logo, but I forgot. Well, it's not just something. a logo. We're yeah, gonna just, have an yeah. incredible a graphic tee coming mm-hmm. up, um, but we don't want to give it away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there will be other merch or other versions that will just be logo so if you just want a low-key logo situation mm-hmm. you can have that but i i, I want to say um so we do these regular episodes because we want to and we want the community to have a way of connecting together and with us and that's been incredible and super great and then we have the bonus episodes on patreon mm-hmm. and the purpose of those is to have other awesome content that affects mixed people because we're people. And so there are basically topics that are interesting. We've had some amazing ones. And so that's what our Patreon is about. And the reason why we want to provide this bonus content is because we want to have the fun of providing the content. But it's also to give you something extra to chew on and enjoy. And so just asking that if you really enjoy the content that we're putting out, please sign up for our $7 a month Patreon. It supports us um, because there are costs related to putting out these incredible graphics and actually buying the equipment for the podcast, um, getting it edited. So there's actual real life costs and that's why we're doing the Patreon, not because we want to get paid or any big wheelie stuff at the moment. Um, it's really just to support us in the actual cost of putting this podcast out every month. So I am asking that <laughs> if you enjoy the content you're hearing, please do support us and look out for our merch because it's going to be hot looking, sexy. <laughs> I'm excited because I know what it's going to look like. So I have a little bit of a heads up on it. And um, that'll be another way that you can support us. Thanks, Michaela. Like a true producer, you are. You, you said what what was important to say about why we have a Patreon instead of me being like, buy our stuff. But yeah, 
Yeah, those yeah are the subscribe things. to our Patreon, um, patreon.com slash mixed in the six. That's yeah. an S-I-X. Yes, all one word. Um, you'll know you're there because you'll see, Gina's see face. my face. <laughs> you'll see me looking really professional. It's also my hinge profile. <laughs> If like people, people who listen to the podcast, are like, oh wait, uh, oh, oh, oh. who's that? Gina <laughs> somehow so had funny. to bring it back to this. Um, subscribe to our Patreon and swipe right. <laughs> um, that was good. I like yeah, that. That was awesome. Yeah. Swipe right. Maybe put it on a T-shirt. Hmm? I'll put, put on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna my my hinge profile will actually be me wearing the mix in the six t shirt saying subscribe to our podcast. Swipe right. Um but yeah, you know what? Thank you everybody for your support and for for listening and for yeah, sticking with us and supporting us. It's been awesome. Yeah. Um we are we really are grateful to be a part of um this growing mix community. In Toronto and in the world and online, and, and we're we're really just blessed and excited to be getting to talk to y'all. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. knowing that you're listening and responding and engaging with us just kind of keeps the motivation going. Because sometimes it is hard, and sometimes we're tired, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to we work too. Yeah, we got jobs. <laughs> we got so to um, yeah, just keep uh, hanging out with us and, and telling us all. How much you love us. Because <laughs> we love you. We love you so much. So much. So much. And um, and we hope that you love us too. So yeah. keep listening, uh, share, uh, like, and comment. Um, yes. And let us know what you think. And we will see you soon. Enjoy season three. And we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mix in the Six podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you do, do not forget to subscribe, comment, and share the love to keep bringing more stories, insights, and cool perspectives from the mixed community. And if you or someone you know is a fellow mixie and want to share your unique story and are up to awesome stuff, we want to hear from you for a potential feature. Look below in the show notes for more info. Much love to you and see you soon. Yeah.